0: to Buy Design with Lynn and Danette. We are so glad you're here. I am Lynn.
1: And I'm Danette. And our hope is that this is a place where you'll find encouragement for both your home and your soul.
0: We have real conversations about God, interior design, and all the things we love. Our hearts are to encourage women to run their race, to keep their eyes on God. And somehow we manage to offer up some design advice for your homes in between. We share from our real life experiences. And from time to time, we talk to some amazing guests.
1: Head over to our website ByDesignPodcast dot we have links there to each of our shows and um, design inspiration and images, and you can follow us there on Instagram and Pinterest and Facebook, all the all the good stuff. So
0: it's where you subscribe, so mm-hmm. you don't miss anything. Yeah,
1: you can su- subscribe there too um, on your iPhone or if you had an have an Android device, same thing. We make it easy, so just head to the website and follow us along. Yep, it's
0: so fun. Well, today is a really fun day. We have a guest today.
1: Yep. We have been like super excited about what God is teaching us and we brought one of our pastors in <laughs> to make sense of it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. We, we need his leading. Um, Seriously. And he's so wise and,
0: oh, okay. and we'll down link, to earth. We'll link to um, one of his messages that he just taught a, a few weeks ago that I was just so challenged by. It was great. So um, that will be on the website. So make sure you go over there to uh, to see that. So, we also want to thank our sponsor for this week, Ashes Ashes Design. Ashes Ashes specializes in on trend handmade baby items, including organic hats, swaddles, leggings, and headbands. Go to ashesashesdesign.etsy.com to shop and make sure you follow them along on Instagram. Um, their handle is at ashes underscore ashes underscore design. And seriously, Especially with spring and Easter right around the corner. Like some really cute stuff for mm-hmm. your little people. She
1: has the best fabrics and patterns. and so know. soft.
0: It's so great. And right now she's offering um, a coupon, a discount for all of our listeners, which is like super great. So mm-hmm. you at checkout, you enter by design and you'll get 20% off, which is a humongous deal. So yeah. It's so great. Make sure you go check out Ash's Ashes Design. Awesome. So, today we have the very talented and gifted Bible teacher, Josh Reisner. Hi, Josh. Hey. <laughs> Josh, can you I, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself?
2: Uh, yes, I am married to the beautiful Christy, and I have three kids who are Caitlin, Lydia, and Joel. Uh, three of them actually in elementary and middle school right now, so uh, we're living You're on life. that
0: cusp, though. You're about... Close. To have a high schooler, right?
2: Close, yeah, and uh, I get to do what uh, um, I love at Calvary Church, and that is just to uh, uh, shepherd families and and be a part of what God's doing at Calvary. And uh, excited about that. So, one of the pastors on staff there, and yeah, that's about it.
0: It's about it. That's hilarious, you make it sound so cut and dry easy (laughs) when we really know know more yeah (laughs) we know your work to death whatever (laughs) oh my gosh well okay so one of the things i have always loved about um josh and you and your wife is that when we first came here um you guys were like real people like you're not um you know you're saved by grace, you know God's truth, you know, and you you live it out, and you're not gonna pretend to anyone that you haven't struggled, you know. And that was something that was just so refreshing to my mm-hmm. husband and I when we first started to come. Anyways, um one of the things that's been like burning on my heart lately has been, you know, I was reading through the book of Joshua um about sin and uh how that can destroy a people and destroy our lives and um It's not just an Old Testament story, you know, and we Mm -hmm. we do talk a lot about grace and the fact that Jesus has come now and we are, yes, we are guilty, but we're no longer condemned Mm -hmm. um, and all of these things. So I just feel like we're not seeing our sin anymore. Does that make sense mm-hmm. to you? like, or, or as Christian people, like, what do, would you say, Danette?
1: Yeah, like, um, where is repentance for believers? Like, if we look at the relationships that we're in, you know, me and my friends and me and my husband, and how often are we, how often is there repentance? Because, you know, the Pharisees were religious people, like, doing all the right things. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it comes down to the okay. heart. And so, I know we're all sinners, but like, where's our repentance? So And confession h- and all these things. Like why, why aren't we seeing
0: more of this, you know, and where, where is its place
2: hmm. in For, our in,
0: in the,
1: in the believer's life, like yeah. not repentance unto salvation, but repentance, like into s- sanctification, right? Hmm. Is that what, I don't know. You is tell that the right us. term Bible teacher? Help, um, help us please. We're done. <laughs> well,
2: I, I think you're, you're, that's a great question. I think that you guys are wrestling with. And, and obviously, um, I'm I'm an expert at repentance. I'd have to do it all the time.
0: <laughs> Amen. No, right. I hear you. Um,
2: no, um, actually, I think this. Um, you know, when we see God in the Old Testament, we tend to think, well, He was kind of like really this mean God who was telling people to not sin, and and uh, we kind of look at Him different than than have this tendency to say he well he's not the same in the New Testament it's all grace and and mm-hmm. and there's just this uh, dichotomy this false dichotomy I guess between what God is like now and what he was like then and obviously um when Jesus came he didn't um uh, when you look in in the gospels and and this Jesus in mark 114 you know he comes right on the heels of John the Baptist and he, he mm-hmm. says he didn't say well just just forget everything that, that John the Baptist guy said. He's like right. crazy. The guy, you know, like eats crickets and, and, and works camel hair stuff and just don't pay any attention <laughs> to that guy. While.
0: He probably smelled so bad.
2: Those prophets in the Old Testament, you know, God used to be like, you know, like really serious about sin. But now, you know, it just, you know, Jesus didn't go around just sprinkling, you right. know, love dust all over the place. And, you know, it's like, it's all good. You know, his mm-hmm. message when he came was what? In, in Mark 1, it was repent and mm-hmm. believe the good mm-hmm. news, right? And so... I mean, this repentance message that you're talking about is is rooted in the gospel. It first of all, it's it's central to like our lives as Christians, and it's something that marks us. It's what we we do. It's what we're about. Obviously, I think um, I, mean, I can talk about um, 19 years ago, 18 years ago, when Christy and I, you know, both at the same time, we came to Calvary, we came to faith in Jesus Christ, and and we. We went through this repentance thing, and we can talk more about what that means and what that looks like, but it's not something that just happened one time and then doesn't happen again.
0: Right. Right.
2: It's an right. ongoing uh, fruit in our life.
0: Right. Uh, so, would you say it's more of like a cultural issue with our Western culture of like an, an apathetic posture of our way of life?
2: I think it's hard for people to be willing to a couple of things. It's hard for people to be introspective, right? It's hard to go mm-hmm. inside and actually look at themselves and say. But it's also, um, it, repentance is countercultural. It goes mm-hmm. against our Western cultural values of um, be Captain all. Of you soul. can do this, yeah. and you know you don't need anybody's help, and you're all good, and pump yourself up, baby, and it's right. all that right. Uh, self image and self, mm-hmm. right. Repentance is is countercultural in that regard, but it's also, um, again, it's just it's difficult for people to want to go there and mm. be able to um, admit that there's something broken in them. Mm. And I think it's hard for us today because w- one of the reasons is because w- you know we we try to perform so hard, we try to mm. be, and we want we 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 want to feel good about ourselves. But if I if, repentance sounds like an awful thing. Like that's going to make me feel awful about myself. Why would I go there? Right. Right. I think there's just a false there, it, repentance is beautiful, but it's misunderstood.
0: Well, we want to look like we have it all together, right? Like we want to put this false image out that I don't mm. need that anymore. I was saved by grace. Yes. I have repented and I have turned to Jesus and now mm. I'm squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. Like, and
1: I have like the perfect example of this right now too. Cause, mm. Like I, last week I, um, you know, fell into some sin and, uh, I like, yeah. And it was so, it was, the funny what? thing is, is it was like, um, like typical, like Adam and Eve, because I hid. So I was sinning and I hid from my friends, I hid from everyone. Like I would I didn't answer my phone. I didn't even look at the te- texts. Like I think our podcast that was supposed to go out last week didn't because <laughs> I was supposed to write something, but I was in no place to write. Like no, it didn't happen. Um but I was kind of lost and and even when I I I also I found myself not wanting to repent first because I was kind of enjoying my sin, which is sick, right? <laughs> And then once I reached out to my friends, after like six or seven days, they started sending me songs and verses, and that's what cut through to my heart. So, you know, like I think in the Bible, mm. you know, th- like the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, it pierces us mm. and, and help, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, there was freedom beyond, but, and I was also, it took me another week to even tell Lindsay what my sin was. Um, not that I even had to, but she's my friend, but I was, don't want her to know. Th- that my pride I want to be I don't want to be seen as that kind of weak it's I don't know so anyway I'm I, that's just in a perfect example of sinner here but
0: well yeah like that whole confession and like confessing to each other you know I like needed I, that's them something to that is come come after me. practiced yeah. you know and I and I'm it's not an easy thing to do right no one
2: well let's talk about what repentance and like what it is in a sense and i think when i when i first of all we talk about repentance is rooted in the gospel right and i think um here's something that allows us to even be a person who can talk about repentance and be this uh willing to confess our sins to somebody it's it's really this understanding that we have it all goes back to you know aw tozer said what you believe about god is the most important thing about you right love tozer right so yep. he's saying, and um,
0: how you view him, right? Like, right, you,
2: yeah. So if we believe that the gospel tells us that God is a God who is um, for us, that mm. He is there, that He loves us with this ahava kind of love, this Old Testament word, which kind of means, "Hey, I've seen the good, the bad, the ugly in you, and I'm not mm. going anywhere." Right? Do we really believe that God sees mm. us for who we are, every every detail of us? Right. And, and he knows already where we're broken and where we're bent and why we do the things we do right. and why we're um, idiots sometimes and right. chase after the things that hurt us, right? Um, and so, he he knows that about us and yet he pursues us. Now, this Old Testament God who most people would hmm. say he's a um, he's just mean and he's just, you know, gives the law and whatever. Now, now wait a minute. Isn't he the same God who pursues us and comes after us and giving us the law so that we can see our sin so that we can actually appreciate the rescue plan that Mm -hmm. he's got for us, right? So, the thread of grace through the Old Testament, this God who uh, loves us even though the Romans 5, 8 verse when you talk about um, while you were yet a sinner, Mm -hmm. Christ, uh, God showed how much he loved you by sending Jesus to come and die for you, right? Like, he wasn't waiting for us to get cleaned up. It's just right. this, and Paul is commenting about this Old Testament, God who, he's right. come after us, he's showering us with grace, giving us what we don't deserve. And so, when he writes in Romans 2, 4, well, what is it that would lead a person to repent? It's God's kindness that right. leads this undeserved right. grace that would lead a person to even be willing to, and then let's talk about what repentance really is, right? Like. There's a few things I, I think of, like, what does this look like for you, for me in my life? Like, okay, first, obviously it's I'm willing to see my sin the way that God sees it. Right. Right. And and this and confession.
0: That's humbling. That's like that uh, should right. be humbling, right?
2: So Danette, you said if we you know, the word of God actually reveals to us like it, it disagrees with us sometimes, like I want this, but God's saying, uh no, bad plan, right? Mm-hmm. Um The word reveals to us um, the ways in which we fail to love God the way that we should, and the Mm -hmm. ways that we fail to love each other the way that we should. Right, Mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit of God actually uh, gives gives us the ability. I mean, this is a gift of God. Mm -hmm. Repentance is a complete gift of God, right? Right. That we would actually be able to see something that we're blind to, right? Right, and so we can actually see our sin the way that Jesus, Mm -hmm. the way that God sees it, and that's. That's the first step, right? That's huge. Right. And and what makes that difficult for us, I think, is that, you know, when I first came to know Jesus, I mean, it was kind of like this big sin stuff that was out there, right? Um, and I could kind of see it pretty clear. It was like, <laughs> wow, that's pretty awful, right? And I'd come to church on Sunday and I'd go home and I'd be like, man, I'm messed up, right? Like, right. Um, God root this out of my life. This is bad, you know? Right. I, I say I believe you, but then I'm doing this. This is not good, right? Right. Um. So that's and at the beginning, then I hear this beautiful message about Jesus and the gospel, and he's like, "No, but he loves you, and mm-hmm. and he's he's taken your place, and he's given you this, you know, this freedom, this grace, this forgiveness." And, and, and so, you know, you grab onto that, and you're mm-hmm. like, "This is awesome, right?" And um, and then over time, um, those big sins, you know, those yes. big major things, okay. kind of like mm-hmm. the big mountains or whatever, you know, they they kind of they they. Go away, but yet, with the gospel, think of an iceberg, right? You know, we can manage that stuff on top that sticks out, but there's so much under the surface, and what the gospel frees us to do is to be able to be real about ourselves and to lower that waterline so we can actually see what's going on in here, right? Right. So, you know, for example, drinking alcohol excessively may be a sin, but what is it that's going on in my heart that has led me down that path that's made that a functional savior in my life? So
0: getting, yeah, so being drunk is wrong. That's sinful. Sure. But what's motivating you to get to that point, right? Right. That's what you're saying.
2: There's underlying...
1: Dealing with um, that.
2: Let's just talk about... uh, Let's just talk about this. Let's just talk about this. So...
1: How about functional savior too? Can you explain that? Give me good words for that, please. Okay.
2: Well, um, functional saviors, meaning... Things that, um, so so for all of us, we're trying to transcend the brokenness of this life. Right. Mm -hmm. Like we realize that we're broken, um, that we want to be happy, that we want to find significance. Mm -hmm. We are searching for approval and Mm -hmm. acceptance and significance and value and meaning and joy, right? Those are the things that we're all on a desperate search for, right? right? And we have that in, in the gospel, but... If we don't know that yet, right? Or we we all have this tendency to try to search for these things in a million different ways other than Jesus every day, right? Even after we've been saved, after mm-hmm. we've accepted right. this message about who Jesus is. So, um, I like to call them… Roundabouts, you know, or uh, mm-hmm. you know, they, you, we we run down this path and we chase after these things, and they're like a roundabout. They're just run, oh, we're running no. in circles. They're never going to give us what we're looking for. Right. We're always going to hit a ceiling. We're right. they're going to leave us lonely, empty, broken, um, damaged relationships. Right, and and I mean to be to put these into categories. What are the what are the main things that we? Uh, these crooked paths, these roundabouts. Um, a, a huge one for us is is you, or or I would say me, like a, a better version of me. Hmm. I feel like you know, mm-hmm. a better version of me is going to make me happy, or to give me value, or significance, or whatever. And right, and so when I don't have that, I mean, just for, for use <laughs> the example, I mean, I could be tempted to go right. run to drinking excessively, right, or, right. What, or whatever it whatever is, it right. There, be, there's right. many different W- ways that we sin yeah. when we don't get what we want, or sin yeah. in order to get what we want, right? We're looking hmm. for. So, we, we, even the good things that God has given us in life, like each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, f- first of all, it's self. That's where we run to try to find right. these things. And, and second would be um, others. We put uh, a weight mm-hmm. on others that, that, you know, I need you to complete me or, you know, that right. kind of stuff. Right. right. Um, and we get in all sorts of trouble uh, when we,
0: Put those expectations and
2: make other people into those things that we think right. will save us right yes. okay and so uh, you others um things in the world like our stuff like mm-hmm. hey you know like um food wine sex good things right yeah but we when we pursue them out of the bounds that god has right. given us when we make them functional saviors like i have to have this in order right. to whatever like like, But Christians, like, we can actually see uh, the way that we're bent mm-hmm. towards those things and you know, I, I can actually roll my enjoyment of of this wine that I'm drinking, you know, up to, like, a good God who's given me this as a right. gift and not right. abuse it, not right. uh, uh, enjoy that in the right time in the out place. of bounds. Right, exactly. Um, religion would be another area. And mm. I think um, Matt Chandler has talked about several of these things, you know, as… You know functional saviors mm-hmm. you know these are areas that we run to to try to um like i'm gonna tilt the scales in in my directions by being good enough or trying harder or whatever and so these are all these ways that we're trying to mm-hmm. um, uh transcend the brokenness to satisfy this desire this craving that we have to find joy and happiness and meaning and significance and value in the midst of this broken world that we live in and 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 so um Jesus actually came and said in, in Acts thirteen thirty eight, and I think I use this verse every time I preach, but it's just huge mm-hmm. to me. It's um, he through this man Jesus, the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed mm-hmm. to you, Paul says. But then he also says this thing: there's forgiveness, yes, but there's also freedom, mm-hmm. and the freedom is that um, Jesus has come to free us from everything that the law couldn't free us from. That's right, right. There's no power in the in the law to actually do the things uh, to know that I should do, right? But mm-hmm. there is actually this message in the gospel that says, "Hey, can you see these things that you run after and you're bent towards? And and are you? And and then the Holy Spirit can actually, because of grace, allow me to see um, uh, those things that uh, I run after." Most of us have this tendency to. Um, pretend
0: yeah oh yeah for sure
2: and so here's so so instead of being willing and being able to see the gospel should free us up to be able to be real about ourselves and to say you know what i'm broken you're broken there's things that you're Mm -hmm. struggling with in these areas Uh, we all have these functional saviors that we tend to run to to satisfy us and but yet um what we most often do and in this verse first john one one nine always interested me when when he says uh when john says. Um, mm-hmm. if you say you have no sin you deceive yourself and the truth is not in you right? right and I'm always like hmm. who's gonna stand up in church on Sunday and be like uh, I have no sin like right. nobody's gonna do that no one's Right? one's
1: gonna actually do that
2: but are there not ways that we say we have no sin mm-hmm. moment right. by moment on a daily basis like
1: who's you, naming their sin you know to, or to the people around them that especially the with thing. all
0: of like the social media these days everyone puts yeah. out their polished
1: and, and myself included you know like um just the way we want to be perceived and thought of, and um, boy, it's kind of all a lie, right?
2: And so, you know what we do? We we rationalize. Yes. Right? We're like, eh, it's not that big deal. Or we compare. I'm not as bad he's as...
0: Forced. Yeah, He's doing it. At least I'm
2: doing. not... You know, right. Uh,
0: I'm not cheating on my husband, so right. it's not right. like uh, this little...
2: We minimize it. Yes. We it's not that big a deal. Like, what the right. heck, you know? It's just I know. we ignore it. Mm-hmm. Not, don't talk to me about that. Nah, you know what I mean? So there's a mm-hmm. lot of ways that a lot of ways that we justify and and say we have no sin, right? Right. That, there's mm-hmm. no freedom in that. That's not
1: amen. And I feel like if we're not at okay, so maybe that's why we're not growing, right? Because if mm-hmm. we are attached to the vine and we're these branches and we're supposed to bear fruit, we have to be pruned, mm-hmm. but we have to have some kind of repentance, right? Like, I I think um, where there's, I'm not doing a whole lot of repenting. I'm doing a whole lot of other stuff, you know, but like. I feel, okay,
0: I could be totally off here. And do you feel like when people say that they're being pruned, do you think that's only just like struggle that's in their life? Or do you think that there's a need for repentance? I don't know. I
1: It came to mind. I mentioned it. Josh, help. <laughs> I feel like it. it it's. It sounds painful.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Keep the knives away. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, when you, if you generally walk up to somebody, even your friends, and say, okay, so what's God doing in your life? You're typically going to get a, maybe a blank stare. Maybe somebody's like, eh. Patience. He's always working on patience, of right? Course. I mean, like, but it, it's ah. it is so hard for us to to. It's easy for us to, I think, take the ceiling off between us and God, but it's hard for us to take the walls down between each other, right? right? And to be actually real about each other, right? Because first of all, we have to feel like this relationship that we have is uh, safe, like we've created mm-hmm. a safe environment for us to struggle well. Mm-hmm. So, isn't that important for repentance right. to be able to uh, a person to actually? Uh, for us to have this together, because God put us together in a community, He didn't just say, "Hey, go repent to yourself and be between you. It's not just a, a vertical thing,
0: right. It's th-
2: there's a horizontal right. horizontal component to this, right? that we should enjoy and encourage together as fellow mm-hmm. believers, right? Because our walk as believers, like when I first came to to Jesus, it was confess and believe be saved, right. right. So it's confess, meaning like, agree with God about my sin, right. And, and let's take this further with repent like to see it the way that God sees it and then to feel the weight of that like I, I don't want that anymore I, right. I see what that does to me to others right I hate that about me right right Lord take that help me find, okay then the next part of that that's confess right and, yeah. and, and and there's this this um this third part of this repentance confession thing is is well now I want to take action and actually do something to root that out of my life. And we can talk more about what that looks like, I think, but um, that's a confession part. There's also this believing part, right? Mm-hmm. That kind of goes hand in hand with our our, our right. repentance. It's Which is a trust I, issue. I'm turning from this stuff. I don't think this is going to save me. Like this, th- I, I have a tendency, and I can be real, I have a tendency to run down this um, roundabout of control or whatever right. it is, or comfort, or mm-hmm. I, I think I need this. And so when I don't get it, uh, boy, my wife knows it, my kids know it because I'm, I'm grumpy, I'm yelling at them, I'm, what I, you right. know, what, it's coming out in my life, right? right? But I can be real about that, but I can also have friends who mm-hmm. love Jesus also who kind of can be this encouraging to me and say, no, but are, are you believing the truth? Mm-hmm. Like, you, what you're searching for, those keys are already in your pocket, right? You have what you're searching for, mm-hmm. what you're wrestling for in Jesus already. Amen. Um, and you can trust him, right? So, so the Christian life is is, is these two things: it's confessing mm-hmm. and it's believing. Mm-hmm. And, and if you want to talk about, you know, the theological terms, you know, mortification and vivification, right? Like these are the two things. That,
0: can you please explain those? Yeah,
2: yeah. So this is our fight. Okay, this is how we as Christians make like, it
0: so I can understand. Okay,
2: perfect. So, uh, so this freedom that we're looking for. From running after these things and chasing after these things, and, and it's gonna it's gonna be a fight, is mm-hmm. it not? I mean, it's not mm-hmm. like, hey, I like came to know Jesus.
0: Like, <gasps> you talking uh, about the same mortification.
2: Kind of close. Okay, yeah, close. So- <laughs> like, that was pretty scary, actually. <laughs> I know. You should see your face.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I, I went love I kind of I like that, grade right? Okay, so, like, so yes, yeah, I just s- need to like.
2: So okay, so so this freedom is gonna be a fight, <laughs> and so here's here's these. The, there's two fronts on the fight, right? One is mortification, which is John Owen, I believe it was, who said, be killing sin or it'll be killing you, right? Uh, like, let's not just like, but what, I mean, uh, you know, Matt Chandler uses the illustration of when animals attack, right? And it's like, you know, hey, uh, the show animals attack, you know, What? what do they think? There's like a wild animal, a lion or something on there and they're just kind of playing with it and taming it and they think it's all good and then it ends up eating somebody right? or, you know, hurt, and they're like, well, I didn't know that was going to happen. He's like, <laughs> Okay. It was a lion. It's designed to kill, right? You know, yeah. what do you think? You're messing around with that thing. Like, stop trying right. to train it. Stop trying right. to manage it. And so, the, relating right. that to our sin, okay. Oh, that's
0: a great analogy.
2: Why don't we take this out and like Seriously? put a 45 in its head, right? I mean, right. we need to be killing our sin and be serious about <gasps> it. Like, um, again and again, right? So, this is not just at the beginning.
0: Okay, how do you kill your sin? Well, I mean... How would you actually root that out and apply, like, how would you kill your sin?
2: Okay, that's a good point. Remember when Jesus said, um, I believe it was Mark, uh, I believe it's Matthew 7 when he said, um, no, it was a Sermon on the Mount, when he said, um, uh, if your right arm causes yeah, you to sin, exactly. then cut it off. Yeah. If your eye causes you to sin, then gouge okay. that sucker out, right? Like... What was he saying? I mean, he's saying, do the radical things that you need to do mm. to root that sin out of your life.
0: So, if there's people, like, you have to change your friends, maybe, or maybe you sure. need to change, you know, like, it could be...
2: There's whatever roundabout, you yeah. tend to find yourself running mm. down. Okay, so, can, here's what, can you, and you run down that roundabout, Can, can is there a way that you can... Pra- there's practical ways, obviously, right. that you can... Set a boundary up, put a barricade up on that street so you don't go down that street anymore like right. stop stop yourself from going down right, the path. Right. What are the things you can do practically to stop to kill that right <laughs> <Exactly>. right. <laughs> Okay, but first you have to see your yeah. sin, and you have to be willing yeah. to be to feel the weight of that, and, and and yeah. that's Holy Spirit given, right? Amen. Like the God gives you the ability to see it. I don't want it, and now I'm engaging in this fight against it. There's practical things you can do, but there's also the heart part, and I think so. There's that was mm-hmm. the ha- you can you can create habits in your life to keep yourself mm-hmm. from going down those sin, those sin patterns, but there's also the heart part, and that's mm-hmm. the gospel. Right? I mean, the, the, what motivates me to even want to stay off that path? Right? What is it? It's not. Oh you shouldn't
0: behaviorism you yes. shouldn't
2: lust or right. you shouldn't whatever well, that's not going to keep me from lusting right. i mean mm-hmm. you know so maybe it's um obviously it's it's the good news of this god who has loved me even though right. and i have this a plus before him right. even because jesus gives that to me right and just um i i want to be like him because
0: and you mm, have the holy spirit in you now to help you right.
2: and the holy spirit's continually reminding us yeah. of of who Jesus is and what he's done and what he's promised. And that stirs me and motivates me and empowers right. me to want to stay off that path, right? right? So, there's a both and. It's not just the habits.
0: Right. It's heart
2: and habits, right? Right. So, th- that's mortification, but there's also vivification. Now that's the the believing part. Like, the, the vi- vivification would, would be like…
0: it's a great word.
2: Um, yeah, really. That's kind of weird. I don't know where that came from, but it's like <laughs> um, stirring your affections for Jesus.
0: Really? Right? Yeah. Like,
2: what things cause you oh. to… Treasure Jesus for who he is Like this uh, This is the believing part Right mm. Like um, The grace like To, to the be flames. able to see his grace And yes. to be able to To know that that's stirring you up I think of like the lemonade And you know All the stuff set, set, Sets to the bottom Settles to yeah. the bottom Right And like I need to be stirred up Because If I'm not right. if, Okay If You're I'm weak. not stirred up Right It's a lot easier for me to like Go no, down those paths. That stupid path looks good, right? Yeah. But if I'm stirred up, okay, well, what are the things that stir up your affections for Jesus? Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, it's getting in God's Word. Yep. If you're going to God's Word appropriately, you're not going there to figure out how to be a better you or to be a better dad or how oh, figuring out what this... If right? you're going to the Word to see Jesus, like this is a story about how far God has gone to come rescue us, right? And loves us even though, if that's why I'm going to the Word, well, then... That's going to be uh, uh, one of those ways that stir my affections for Jesus, right? I'm going to mm-hmm. see him for who he is. And, and, and uh, that's going to cause a deeper appreciation for the gospel mm-hmm. love for me. Friends who love Jesus, mm-hmm. being around them. And why do we go to worship on Sunday mornings? I need to be reminded. That's you right. need to be reminded mm-hmm. and encouraged. Not just that uh, I'm broken and that I'm an idiot and I chase right. after these dumb things. I need to see those, but I also need to be able to be Reminded again, I need to be reminded more than I need to be instructed. Right, right. As C.S. Lewis said that hmm. um, that there is grace in who in in, in Jesus, and that He loves me. Hmm. Uh, today, He's called me His dearly loved son or daughter. He's hmm. I was far away; He brought me near. He's hmm. given me the Spirit. He's made promises to me that He's going to keep. He's always going to be with me. He started the good work in me, and He's hmm. going to complete it to the day of he Christ will. Jesus. Right?
0: right? Amen. So.
2: The, those are, that's vivification, I think those are some of the things that we do to, obviously, participating in any means of grace mm-hmm. will we'll do that. That's why we do those things, not uh, to earn right, favor, right, with God. Right. Or, mm-hmm.
1: um, You had said something a couple weeks ago when you preached on Acts 20 about being authentic and mm-hmm. um, being honest. You said something, um, I might have written it down, that there's no freedom for those who are not honest. honest. Yeah, I So mm-hmm. stop pretending to be more than you are. So I think that. Stop pretending
0: to be more than you are. Honestly, mm-hmm. I was running the other day listening to it again mm-hmm. and I was like, seriously, like, yeah, mm-hmm. let's talk about that. Like, let's tell people like, why do we right. feel like we have to do that?
1: I know, and we're not talking, like, we don't want to beat ourselves down and beat everyone down with their sin, but I think in order to grow mm. and to be free, we have to be willing to admit that we're faulted and that right. we need help. So, maybe we need to be asking God to show us our sin and humble us, mm. all of us, like, you know, me included, like, what is my sin? Show me so I can right. grow and repent. And, right, well, and you, you talked
0: know. about that spectrum, too, in the same message, you talked about the spectrum mm-hmm. of pride and um despair and despair Mm -hmm. can you like tell our listeners Mm -hmm. that that because i loved it
2: yeah sorry (laughs) yes absolutely i you know you've there's a lot of reasons why we're afraid to be honest about ourselves and we've talked about them a little bit but i mean i think you know the culture our culture doesn't help us Mm -hmm. to actually be able to be real about the struggles and the weaknesses we kind of want to kind of you know self-protect and pretend um i think it's difficult for us um to be introspective sometimes, mm-hmm. and there's and, and then some of us just have different temperaments, the ways that God has wired us. it's like um, it's easier for some people to just say, "Hey, this is me and this is who I am and you know and and, and be okay excuse, with that yeah. right none, and and so none of those things can be excuses that we right. give and again it it is it is by God's grace, uh, work of the Holy Spirit that he uh, gives us this gift to be able to see mm-hmm. uh, what's going on in our hearts mm-hmm. and what's going on down there. Why do I do that? Why? Why do I run to that? Like that's going to save me. Why do right. I get so anxious or nervous or mm-hmm. stressed out about this? Well, am I not in control? You know. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of these right. things that we are, are uh, these, not willing
0: to actually stop and look at.
2: Right. And so uh, by God's grace, He can show us those things. Um, and again, if we stop there, like I said, there, there's no real change in our life just by knowing. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, there's this, okay, so there's this We're third aware, step of, right? of this repentance process. I see it, I feel the weight of it, but now there's like, to take action, right? There's this, um, can I be honest with other people? It's not, again, it's the ceiling off, it's mm-hmm. walls down. Um, God put us in community together so that we can be real with each other, and there's greater ability to to see God changing and rooting out these things in my life, if we're doing this together, if we're able to be real with each other, there's no, I think, uh, there's no, um, really, there's no real chance to to change if we're not honest, right? right. If we're not honest about ourselves um, to each other. And the gospel creates this relationship with each other. Mm-hmm. Romans 12, 9, Paul talks mm-hmm. about it, and he says, um, let's let each other, let's love each other genuinely, like, let your love be genuine and real. Like we can, I know that you guys struggle with sin and I'm, you know that I struggle with sin. And as we get to know each other a little bit closer, you're going to know the particulars of that a little bit more. Right. And and that's okay. And right. and and we can let each other struggle well, right? Yes. That doesn't mean I'm okay with it. And I think, hey, great, Lindsay, just continue to uh, be a, a dork and chase after your sin over here. That's right. not, no. Okay. So, um, the second thing that paul said in romans 12:9 but you should let each it's other true <laughs> it's true
0: it's very true
2: love each other genuinely and then he says we we hate hate what a sin we hate the sin that's in our lives i hate that mm-hmm. in, the sin that you struggle with because it hurts you and it because mm-hmm. it hurts the people around you and if i love right. you then i don't want to see that
0: of course in right in your life mm-hmm. so i,
2: I want to be able to speak the truth in love and have this This freedom that the gospel gives us to be vulnerable with each other, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We can be real and authentic, but then it also uh, gives us the ability to to be candid with each other and Mm -hmm. to speak the truth in love. And there's obviously ways that we can speak the truth, not in love, and we see many examples of that. But we can
0: speak (laughs) the truth
2: to each other in a in a loving way um, to help each other and to be in this encouragement Mm -hmm. to fight sin. And um, Mm. yeah, Paul Paul said in in Romans twelve nine love each other genuinely, hate what is sin, but they mm-hmm. said, said, hold fast to what is good. So, mm-hmm. we're not running around, you know, blowing whistles, calling fouls on each other all the time saying, "No, what an idiot you are. You know, we're yeah. helping each other to exactly. hold fast to what is good. So, we are a means of grace to each other right. in our life to be able to repent because it's God's kindness that leads us to see oh our sin gosh. and to change, right? So, I want to encourage you about, listen, you may be chasing after this thing, but you know that ain't going to satisfy you, girl? What are you chasing after that for? Right. Like would you like Jesus loves you even though and he right and he exactly and it, relax and rest in, in the, the forgiveness and the A plus that he's given you. He did He did it perfect for us when we fail, right He didn't just mm-hmm. forgive us, right but he's also given this, us this freedom that we mm-hmm. can enjoy uh, from the power of sin and so hey, you mm-hmm. can you can trust him. He'll keep his promises to you. He's going to do what he says he's going to do. I need to hear more of that. I want to hear good news. It's the good news that Mm -hmm. will cause me to actually be able to have that kind of relationship with each Mm -hmm. other. And if if that's what makes our relationships different as Christians, then we ought to be able to see a lot more repenting and believing in our life. Mm. Like there's just, we live in this continual state of Mm -hmm. confession and and believing. Like that's what we do.
1: Yeah, that's who in, we are. In that, me- we're going to share that last message that you preached too, um, mm. because we there's so much good so stuff good. in there. Mm-hmm. But you had even started it. I think you were talking about we, and then at mm. the end, you're talking about like at the end of your life, mm. no one's saying they wished that they, you know, had always looked perfect and did all the right things. They're talking about relationship, right? Talk about that because I think that it's like kind of the per- perfect. Ending to all this, don't you think?
0: Well, and that's the thing, and like, and all of these things that can be functional saviors for people, you know, they chase after their education, or they chase after, and it becomes the most important thing in their life, um, or how smart they are, or how pretty they are, or how, you know, how many marathons they ran, or whatever the idols or functional saviors are in their life, you know, at the end of the, Mm -hmm. they're still dying.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Well, when we're all striving and trying to be this person that we're not? Like, can we, can we come into church and like take the masks off? Yeah. Can we like, mm-hmm. uh, if we have the sort of relationship that Paul describes, mm-hmm. you know, that, that we as believers can have because of the gospel, then we can take the masks off. We can get off this spectrum that uh, Tim Keller likes to, to call it, this spectrum between pride and despair because if my Christianity is about me performing and me pretending, like performing, like mm-hmm. like God wants me to be good, and I, you know, I, I do these things, and look how good I am, and and I'm doing all the right things, and I'm not really like I'm not. Listen, I'm not like out there smoking something I shouldn't. I'm not sleeping with somebody else's spouse. I'm mean, you know I'm I'm pretty good here, and right. I come to church on. So I'm working in children's church, like God. Yeah. you deserved. I mean, I I should, you know, I'm all gone, I'm all good, right? And so if we we have that sort of. Pretending going on like that that really impresses mm. God or something like seriously right. like if we now. could see the holiness of God and understand that and grasp that when we grasp that like we're on our faces like Isaiah right. and Isaiah six Fry. right <laughs> woe is me right yeah. like seriously um that God's not impressed with me okay so uh, but we do have this tendency to if, if we're trying because we want to feel good about ourselves mm-hmm. we want to feel like I I'm valuable yeah. I'm I'm significant I have because I'm not just A loser and right, you know, but we find that in Jesus. We find that in the fact that he came after us and did it for us when we didn't deserve it. We were the broken down flower with the petals falling off and the Mm. stepped on crutch and he chose us Mm. anyway, not because we were like, oh, you're just amazing. You're this amazing butterfly. That's not what our culture tells us, right? We're we're amazing butterflies and special and unique Mm -hmm. and all this stuff, right? Pump yourself up, baby, right? You know, so, um, okay, so, we're bent towards pride, you know, right. feeling that pride. Like, if if, if we're performing, mm-hmm. then, hey, look at me, I'm all good. And, and then we can get judgmental about other people. I, right. I wouldn't struggle with that. What are they struggling with? Look at them. Jeez, you know. Right. Um, so, that's part, one half the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum is despair, right? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people...
0: Self loving and, and, and,
2: and I would say we all, yeah, we all go up and down on this mm-hmm. spectrum. If we're on it, right, like Some of back us and forth. More, <laughs> like, I, I suck. Others. I'm right terrible, right? Your poor husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you know, you just feel that weight of I'm never going to be good enough. I can't do this. Right. I wish that I had what she had. I wish I could. If I only had mm-hmm. his money or his six pack or. Right. You know, if I could speak like him or just do the, you know, then, mm. and you just kind of, you can get, get caught up in that then. And, and so, then you're just feeling that despair uh, mm. of trying to be what you're not and finding happiness and joy. But, you know, God, the gospel lets us get off that spectrum because we we can say what Timothy did and I'm sorry, what Paul said in First Timothy when he said, uh, hey, I'm the chief of sinners. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Shut up, dude! You just went all the way around the world, like you know, mm-hmm. planting right. churches everywhere. You're like this amazing right. super apostle, healing right. people with your napkin and stuff like that. Right. But um, you know, but he
0: seriously, right?
2: <laughs> but but he's but he's like real about him. So he look, he can yeah. look. He's not saying I'm not I'm I'm worse than you or better than you. He's right. saying, God, thank God for His mercy because yeah. I can look inside myself and I can say it's like I'm the worst of sinners. I'm getting closer to this light, and I'm actually able to see my own brokenness mm. for what it really is, right? And that's okay. That's yeah. good. That's there's joy that comes from that. There's freedom, that, so, oh, the freedom. so do we want to be free? I mean freedom. Yes. Th- when we think of repentance, we should think freedom.
0: Yeah. Right? We should.
2: So it's like repentance it's isn't not an ugly bad, word. Yes, yeah.
0: exactly. It, it,
2: there there's joy there. There's there's freedom there. There's this weight lifted off. There's like you know when David said, you know, I kept in my sin and my bones were aching, but then mm. you know I've been, when I, when when Nathan called him out, right? You know, and he just like he got it off. It was like this freeing feeling, right. like oh my goodness, I can stop pretending, I right. can stop performing, and just and um,
0: oh, rest in the grace truth. of God. Right. So
2: you talked about like recently, and you you took the walls down between you and your close friend here right and yeah. you were able to <laughs> say she's
0: right
1: here hey right.
2: um but i was you know, hiding from I was broken them with.
1: because normally we communicate a lot and it's yeah. always like encouraging bible mm. things but i was like silence right because right. i was caught in my sin and wanting to continue in it And And,
0: which is weird. So like normally I would Vox and like I I was not getting anything back from her. I wasn't. I didn't even listen to your messages. She. I I could tell. I could see that it it just said delivered. Didn't. Yeah. But for like a
1: week. (laughs) Um. But yeah. So I. The funny thing is, is like uh, when we were having this whole conversation and you're telling us all this these nuggets of truth. I was seeing. Mm. You know, I was supposed to be writing and sharing my. something that God was teaching me that week but I couldn't bring myself to write it. I couldn't follow Christ and serve. I couldn't even I didn't even go there. Mm. But because I was in my sin and unrepentant, I could not serve. Mm. I mean, I was loving my family and whatever, you know, doing right righteous good things, but um as sure. far as serving the Lord, um, that we was hiding. taken away. Kind of felt, yeah, it was so. Felt weird. That. I couldn't. I couldn't go near it. But it's just weird how when you are in your sin and mm-hmm. unrepentant, how uh, sometimes that's taken away. It was for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, after I did repent, finally there was mm. freedom to talk about it and admit it. And now, like you know, I'm still tempted to go back. And like you know, I know they're going to be keeping an eye on me, which is good. But, uh, so you do need community and Mm -hmm. like, but without the community around me and my friends, I would probably still be there Mm -hmm. and, you know, yeah.
0: Seriously (laughs) though, why we need to be in community though. Like in in a gospel rooted community is so key for our Christian walk, especially in this culture.
1: The other thing is, is like, I realized how I'm not above anything. Right. Like, it's humbling it's a hilarious mm-hmm. um sin story really because it's it's, it's not sin, really what right the world you, <laughs> yeah it's the dumbest <laughs> thing actually, but like the hold that it had on me mm-hmm. I, I it was I could not get away it was but um darling. I, once I started singing songs mm-hmm. and worship and um I was like on in my middle of mm-hmm. my kitchen with my arms up and feeling freedom from it and but it it took like yeah. I had to worship and Get away from it.
2: Do you, do you know, what it reminds me of uh, the children of Israel and, mm. and, and their wandering in the wilderness, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, of course, they, God does this miraculous thing and rescues them and saves them from Egypt and brings them into the, he's bringing them into the promised land, right? right. So, think about this in terms of Christians. He's rescued us. He's saved mm-hmm. us. He's going to bring us to the promised land. We're not there yet, right? Mm-hmm. So, we're on the journey. And, and, and so, along the way, what did the children of Israel do? They grumbled and complained and Mm -hmm. criticized and doubted and Mm -hmm. just all all this.
0: They ran to other functional saviors.
2: And, 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 and in the process, God is uh, gracious to them, comes after Mm -hmm. them and and reveals to them uh, the ways that they're sin. But yet uh, it wasn't that they weren't going to get to the promised land.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: It was um, that they were actually living in a wilderness.
0: Yeah.
2: In a Mm -hmm. sense. And think about that in terms of like, can we,
0: we can, can we up, can we live mm-hmm. in, live
2: in this wilderness like when if we're just, unrepentant just, just
0: surviving not just, driving. Yeah. you know like just
2: there's great joy in, to be found in the land of the living yeah. as David said yeah uh, w- w- when we're actually people who are willing to um, uh, by God's grace to see mm-hmm. our sin Amen. to feel the weight of it and then to take action and to do those things that will help us to fight to continue to confess and continue to right. believe that's who we are as a people right. that should mark us we're people who uh, and it's not just taking the ceiling off it's taking the walls down between each other and and mm-hmm. uh, because when we share our, our brokenness with each with each other and I did that a couple weeks ago when I when I preached and I think it's uh, important to be authentic and say listen not uh, <laughs> when I went to small group and my mm-hmm. my guys were like, you know, what's going on in your life? And I'm like, oh, it's all good, right? Mm. Um, okay, well, it's really not all good, and right. here's here's where. And they're like, well, how does that work its way out in your life? Okay, well, here's how it works its way out in my life. And 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 doesn't that encourage some mutual, just, mm. you know, that, that relationship grows? We're like, listen, you struggle too? Like, yeah. you're broken too? Yeah, we have the same right. bond, which right. is our righteousness is given to us from the outside, from somebody else who came to rescue mm-hmm. us. And we can encourage each other in that, in the middle of this brokenness that we're all struggling with in our different ways, because we all run a different roundabout, you know? Mm-hmm. So when Paul talks about repentance the one last thing in, in, second Corinthians seven, uh, 2 Corinthians seven, eight through 11, he talks about repentance and he says, this is what it looks like. Right. So he gives this picture of what repentance looks mm-hmm. like. And, and in that it's not just an, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, Sorry. Sorry. And you know, he talks about a godly grief. He talks about, that's something that God does mm-hmm. to us to help us to see, see our sin, to feel the weight of it. And actually, then he talks about there's this earnestness to make things right with mm-hmm. other people. Yeah. So, like, I, I want to go to the people who my sins are yeah. affecting, and, and, and you know, I, I want them to know that I want to make things right. Like, that's yeah. not, this, I see this, this is not, i eager to clear myself, right? Yeah. And and but then he also talks about there's a seriousness there that that causes me to not want to go back to that mm-hmm. sin, um, calls it a zeal or uh, um, uh, to, to no regret. I don't want to make any provision for my mm-hmm. flesh. I don't want to keep going back there. Now, does that mean we're never gonna be tempted to go to those same roundabouts that right. we we go to? Of course not. We're gonna. Still struggle. struggle we're mm-hmm. fellow strugglers yeah. we're in a fight uh, there's part of us that's not yet redeemed and and we're going to continue to struggle till jesus comes back but we have each other we have that's the holy right. spirit
1: what do you think about um you know i think of like repentance you know meaning to turn mm-hmm. right So, like, when you're sinning, and I think about my situation and my little sins here recently, I was, like, turned away and walking away from the Lord when I had to repent in order to turn back. And now I'm, like, Mm. taking steps towards the Lord. What happens when we don't want to repent? We just want to quit the sin. So like I have sin, I just wanna. I'm not actually fully repenting. I'm. I'm not asking for forgiveness. I'm not. But I know ask, I have to stop it. I'm just stopping it. But I'm mm-hmm. not going to tell you about it. I'm not going to actually, maybe talk to God right. about it. I'm just gonna shove it under the rug and keep going. Like, okay. is that really ever a turning back? Like, don't you actually have to voice it, repent it, and to turn back? You know? Oh
0: yes. I, I think that's a. I think that's a issue. I. I in my own life, I. I...
2: Okay, so what I think about when you ask that question is a tree. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of different fruits on the tree that are growing on this tree, and um, say one of the fruits is adultery,
0: mm-hmm.
2: well, or one of the fruits is addiction,
0: mm-hmm.
2: or one of the fruits is you know bitterness or whatever. So, so if I were to go and say, well, I just want to get rid of that sin, I just, I just, I don't want to, I don't want to be addicted anymore to that substance or this thing or whatever. So you just work on that. Mm-hmm. without, um, dealing with the heart part, right? Without actually seeing the way that your sin, um, uh, is, is an offense to God, right? Without seeing, uh, without feeling the weight of that sin, without actually, um, allowing the Holy Spirit to grip your heart with the truth of the gospel and actually wanting you to, and, and, and then fixing your want to on the inside right you know that part of you that's mm-hmm. broken like i actually want to to be like jesus because he wants because he, the way that he loves me and the way right. that he shows me right. grace if if that's not there i mean that hebrews 4, hebrews 412 talks about the word of god is living and active and right. it gets to the thoughts and the intentions of our heart right? right so the gospel the good news about who jesus is and what he's done and what he's promised that actually gets to the that's what gets to the thoughts and the intentions of our heart it it shapes us, it mm-hmm. it stirs us, it empowers us to actually want to change and to want to be different and want to be like Jesus, right? There's the want to part, that's the yeah. heart part, right? And so, I think if you're just, um, you're never really getting the heart part, I mean, you're just, it's just it's behavior, your, it's just, just actions, wheels. it's habits, okay, you can cut that fruit off the tree, but guess what? It's going to pop up somewhere else in another yeah. way, right? So you never really dealt with it in a way, in a sense. And it may pop up again later. Um,
0: Yeah. Well, and I think that's, we see that Ray again and again, like in, you know, people that are struggling when we come alongside them and they just never really want to deal with it. Really. You know, they just want to stop the habit like Mm. you were saying, not really deal with the heart part.
2: Mm. Well, (laughs) there's a, uh, there's a saying, uh, if you want to live the exhausting Christian life, I mean, that's, you know, sin, confess, sin, confess, sin, confess, (laughs) right. But you're not actually, you know, doing the hard work of repentance and actually allowing God to doing the work of mortification and vivification. Like there is a grace driven effort in this, right? It's not Mm -hmm. like we just sit back in our Christian life and like, all right, God, change me do some yeah, awesome stuff in my life active, and whatever right? no we're actively That's participating right. in this by his grace because of that motivated and stirred by that right but yet boy i i i want to get in the word i want to be around other people who love jesus i want to play worship music in my in in my ears i, I want to do those things because i know those are means of grace those are ways that god is going to sustain me and and, and cause me to continue to believe right. and, to th- and, and to see Jesus as the treasure that he really is and stir my affections for him. So that will um, more and more keep me from running down that path that I, I think is going to bring me the joy and satisfaction that I long for. Mm-hmm. That's part of repentance, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Man, I feel like there's so many angles I could go with this that I just want to ask more
1: questions and more questions. And I more think questions. we need to have like um, a Josh... Uh, so, Josh, like, let's
0: talk about communion. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have
1: like <laughs> every couple months when one uh, of us has a big issue, we can have Josh on to Seriously. explain it to us. I love Man. it. You know, just, this was I'll great. And... We want you to come back. We would love that. Actually, we want to, I'd
0: love to have you back and talk a little bit about like family roles too, about like the roles of, you know, husbands and wives. And mm. yeah, you men can bring, your,
1: your, bring your darling wife. little
0: wife because yes. she's.
2: Precious, so she would love to be on the microphone, wouldn't she, babe? <laughs> She's hiding in the corner She's of this so room listening
0: to us. <laughs> I love it. Um, thank you, Josh, so much for your wisdom and your like your humility to like serve and to teach and to um, encourage and point people to truth. Like I you do it very, very well and it's not lost on us. So hmm. thank you. Well I
2: appreciate the encouragement.
0: Well, make sure you follow. You can um you uh, Make sure you go and listen to Josh's uh, teaching. I'm going to post it. I posted it like a little while ago, mm, but we'll, we'll it's it going to be on the By Design.
1: Yeah, um, with our show notes, it'll be included. So you're welcome. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thank us for it later. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you go to um, By Design Podcast on iTunes and subscribe and leave a review if you can. That'd be awesome. It helps other people find it. So thanks so much. Bye.